oxidative DNA cleavage with clip-phenantrolene triplex-forming oligonucleotide hybrids Alessandro Panattoni, Afaf Al-Sarir, Tom Brown, Andrew Kellett and Michael Hocek from Charles University in Prague, Czech Republic, University of Oxford, United Kingdom and Dublin City University, Ireland Wiley, 2019 Abstract we report a systematic study of several new types of hybrids of capacillated clip phenantrolene artificial metallonuclease AMN with triplex forming oligonucleotides TFO for sequence specific cleavage of double stranded DNA. The synthesis of these AMN TFOs hybrids is based on application of the alkyne azide cycloaddition click reaction CUAAC in the key step. The AMN was attached through different linkers at either the 5' or 3' end or in the middle of the TFO strand. The diverse hybrids efficiently form triplexes with the target purine-rich sequence and their copper complexes were studied for their ability to cleave double-strand DNA in the presence of ascorbate as reductant. In all cases, we studied the influence of the nature and length of the AMN TFO time, conditions and amounts of ascorbate and found optimum conjugates and procedures which gave reasonably efficient up to 34% cleavage of the target sequence while rendering an off-target double-strand DNA intact. The footprint of the cleavage on page was identified only in one case with low conversion, meaning that the cleavage does not proceed with single nucleotide precession. On the other hand, these AMN-TFO hybrids are useful for selective degradation of target double-strand DNA sequence. Future improvements to this design may provide high resolution and selectivity. Introduction Sequence-specific double-strand DNA DSDNA, cleavage followed by non-homologous and joining or homologous recombination repair can be used for gene editing. Several types of nuclease, for example zinc finger nucleases ZFN, or transcription activator-like effector nucleases TALIN, have been studied and applied for DNA cleavage but in the last decade, the much more specific and reliable CRISPR-Cas9 technologies have dominated the field and now the gold standard for gene editing. The system relies on a single guide RNA, sgRNA, bound to a Cas protein containing two active nuclease domains, each cutting a strand of the target DNA. Although the CRISPR-Cas9 technologies are very powerful and have been successfully applied in vivo, non-enzymatic chemical approaches to sequence-specific DNA cleavage are an attractive alternative with potential in therapy. Artificial metallonucleases AMN have also attracted great attention as tools to introduce double-strand DNA breaks, but sequence specificity remains a major challenge. Diverse metal complexes including iron, cerium, zirconium, ruthenium, rhodium and manganese and others were linked to modified oligonucleotides or to minor groove binders as were shown to cleave DNA with certain selectivity 
which was mostly far below any useful level. Copper complexes with diverse ligands are known to be excellent DNA cleaving agents. Back in 1979, Sigmund and others reported the bis-1,10-phenanthrolin-phen-cupric complex CUFEN2 was able to induce double-strand DNA cleavage in the presence of molecular oxygen and an external redundant, such as ethyl or ascorbate. CUFEN reversibly binds to DNA in the minor groove by intercalation and directs the oxidative damage to the sugar backbone of DNA, mainly to the C1' prime position and in lower amounts to the C4' prime and C5' prime position. Copper fan have been attached to short oligonucleotides to selectively target longer single-strand DNA containing the complementary sequences, achieving DNA oxidative damage in close proximity to the cutting agent. To keep the favorite stoichiometry of two fan ligands bound per copper ion, which delivers high efficiency DNA cleavage compared to the monofen complex, some claimed phenanthrolene ligands Clipfen have been designed and studies, including two Clipfen, to which we will refer to as Clipfen and three Clipfen. As a consequence of enhanced stability, the oxidative nuclease activity of the copper complexes is higher than that of CuFen2, two times higher for Clipfen and higher by a factor of 60 for three Clipfen. More recently, the potassium clipfen complexes were coupled to minor groove binders or intercalators in order to direct the cleavage to specific regions of double-strand DNA, but the selectivity was only moderate. Here, we report a new design of specific DNA cutters based on triplex-forming oligonucleotides TFO, coupled to the clipfen ligands at different positions, using click chemistry. TFOs are short oligonucleotides but are able to bind the polypurine stretches of DNA duplex and its major groove through Hoogstein-based pairs. The only known examples of TFO-AMN conjugates were based on iron EDTA or copper fan linked to the 5' prime and of a homopyrimidine probe able to form a triplex with the target double-strand DNA and produce sequence-specific cleavage patterns with efficiency depending on probe concentration, pH, cation concentration and number of mismatches in the TFO for triplex formation. The higher stability but also cleaving activity of copper clip fan with respect to copper fan drove our interest towards the possibility to tether this complex to a TFO for the synthesis of a new DNA-targeting molecular scissors. We envisaged attaching this complex to the TFO probe either at the 5' or 3' end or in the middle of the strand linked to a nuclear base and designed several linkers of differing length, flexibility and polarity. The synthetic strategy relied on the copper-catalyzed azide-alkyne cycloaddition, such that different alkyne-modified oligonucleotides could be efficiently coupled to an azide-linked clipfen chemical nuclease core. Results 
Design and synthesis of the TF4AM and conjugates. As a target DNA duplex for the TF4AMN molecular sisters, we selected a purine rich segment of the ENV gene in the HIV1 genome, suitable for parallel triplex formation with a third pyrimidine rich strand. Specifically, this was a 32 mass sequence containing only two thymine nucleotides, which generates mismatched upper triplex formation. A 24-mer TFO containing a single mismatch, as well as 32 TFO containing two mismatches, were designed to target this sequence through a triple helix formation. We displaced guanine nucleotides in TFO against the thymine inversion sites to minimize building destabilization of the third strand, resulting in the highest triplex melting temperatures. We displaced guanine nucleotides in the TFOs against the thymine inversion sites in order to minimize the binding destabilization of the third strand, resulting in the highest triplex melting temperatures. To touch the clip fan moiety to the TFOs, we designed a convenient approach in which the key step consists of a copper ACC between the alkenyl modified TFO and an azido derivative of clipfen. Alkaline modified TFOs were prepared by standard solid phase synthesis to study the influence of length and polarity of the linker as well as the position of the modification within the TFO sequences. We designed and synthesized a range of different alkyl linker oligonucleotides. The modifications at the five prime terminus were attached through a phosphodiester linkage using phosphoramidides 1AB and solid phase oligonucleotide synthesis to give the desired oligonucleotides A1A3. Phosphoramidates 1A and 1B were easily prepared in good yields by reaching the relative alcohol carrying the acetylene moiety with 2-cyanoethyl N-N-D-isopropyl chlorophosphoramidate in the presence of D-isopropyl ethylamine in dichloromethane. To insert internal base modifications into TFOs A4 and A5, we employed alkanyl-linked thymidine phosphoramidates 2A and B, respectively. These compounds were previously prepared in our laboratory. Similarly, TFOA6, bearing a shorter octadinyl group, was prepared from commercially available octadinyl DU phosphoramidate 2C. For attachment of modifications at the 3' position through an ether bond, a commercially available alkenyl CPG was employed in solid phase synthesis. The clipfen ligand was prepared as previously reported by PT and others. The reaction between clipfen and 1-H-imidazole-1-sulfonyl azide, which was used as a diazotransfer reagent, provided the azido-modified artificial nuclease N3CP in good yield. Copper AAC reactions of N3CP with oligonucleotides A1A7 provided the clipfen modified TFOs C1C7. 
reactions were performed in a mixture of water, DMSO and third butanol under a strictly anaerobic atmosphere and in the absence of sodium ascorbate to avoid oxidative damage of oligonucleotides in the presence of the AMN and 3CP. We employed copper OAC due to its higher solubility and trace 1-benzyl-1H-1-2-3-triazole-4-yl-methylamine TBTA as a ligand to stabilize copper in solution. The addition of an excess of ADTA served to quench reactions and to displace copper from clipfen moiety. By using membrane-based spin columns for the purification of the resulting oligonucleotides C1-C7, it was possible to wash the EDTA copper complexes away and dilute products, without the need for any further purification. The resulting clipfen TFOs were characterized by means of MELDTOF MS and no traces of the starting oligonucleotides A1-A7 were found in the spectra. This suggested the quantitative conversion of all the employed substrates in the copper AAC reactions. Final yields were in the range of 30-45% in all cases and were calculated based on the concentration of the clicked oligonucleotide solutions as measured through the absorbance at lambda 260 nanometer. We attributed a significant loss in yield to the inefficiency of the spin column purification step. The final step to reach the desired DNA targeting TFOs T1 to T7 involved kappa 2 plus cation complexation, which was accomplished by adding chloride kappa, one equivalent to clip fan TFOs. To avoid long exposure of the synthesized TFOs to potential damage caused by copper ions, the addition of chloride kappa always preceded triplex formation with the target duplex by only short periods of time, typically one hour. The kappa chelated oligonucleotides T1 T7 were used for DNA cleavage experiments without further purification or characterization. Triplex formation in UV melting temperatures. Thermal melting experiments were conducted to prove that synthesized TFOs efficiently targeted the target duplex. Because parallel DNA triplexes are formed through hook steam base pairing, an acidic pH is required for cytidine and 3 protonation. Cations, and specifically divalent cations such as magnesium, are known to contribute to DNA triplex stabilization. Therefore, we obtain triplexes by annealing synthesized TFOs with the target duplex containing the recognition sequence for the TFOs in 10 millimolar phosphate buffer pH 6.2 containing 250 millimolar sodium chloride and 1 millimolar magnesium chloride. To prove that annealing between all TFOs and the target duplex successfully occurred, we characterized the resulting triplexes by determining UV melting temperatures. In all cases, the synthesized TFOs formed stable triplexes with melting temperatures values between 24.1 and 50.2 degrees Celsius. As expected, short 24 TFOs A1, C1 and T1 showed the lowest denaturating temperatures, 
although they contained a single mismatch within the sequence. Longer 32 uh, tier 4s possessed a second mismatch, but high stabilization is achieved due to the presence of seven additional Hookstein base pairs. All 32 Matthew Fours, if annealed to a target duplex, produced triplexes with melting temperatures higher than 37 degrees Celsius, and thus potentially allow in vivo applications. In general, the clip fan modified Tier Fours C1 to C7 were found to form more stable triplexes than that of their corresponding alkenyl precursors. A1, A7, probably due to some intercalation of the 110-phenanthrolin moiety into the target duplex. The addition of copper 2 plus ions further helped, although not as much as expected, with a small gain of 0.2 to 5.8 degrees Celsius. TFOs with internal modifications formed the most stable triplexes, in particular derivative T6. Bearing the octadinyl GU modification gave the highest melting temperature, 50.2 degrees Celsius. DNA cleavage assays. DNA cleavage experiments were performed with the AMN modified T4s, T1 to T7, complexed with copper 2. They were annealed to the target duplexes to form triplexes and then the addition of sodium L-ascorbate activated the nuclease through the reduction of copper 2 plus to copper plus. Although it has been reported with a similar system that cleavage occurs only in the nuclease comes into contact with the target DNA already present in the reducing environment, we found our hybrids cleaved more efficiently if sodium ascorbate was added as the last reagent of the triplex was annealed. Therefore, we first incubated the duplex and one of the copper clip fan tier forced T1 to T7 at 10 degrees Celsius for one hour, then added ascorbate in a second step. All cleavage experiments were performed in phosphate buffer at pH 6.2, containing 250 millimolar sodium chloride and 1 millimolar magnesium chloride to ensure triplex formation as proved through triplex melting curves. Reactions were quenched by the addition of a stop solution containing EDTA to complex copper out of the nuclease. Firstly, we performed a short optimization study to select suitable conditions for use in this study, with T4 as the model substrate. As the target duplex, the 64 base pair 6 FAM labeled duplex obtained by annealing oligonucleotides D1 64 FAM and D2 64 was employed. The duplex was labeled with fluorescent 6 FAM at the 5 prime position, and in this way it was possible to follow the cleavage by using the naturating page. From preliminary experiments, we noticed the oxidative cleavage slowly occurred when the incubated duplex in the presence of ascorbate at a temperature below 25 degrees Celsius, or for a short period of time below 3 hours. To minimize possible off-target oxidative DNA damage, we investigated the possibility of using lower amounts of ascorbate and catalytic or substoichiometric amounts of TFO. 
Unfortunately, no substantial cleavage occurred if less than five equivalents of T4 were used. But with five equivalents of T4 and thousand equivalents of ascorbate, we achieved significant cleavage, 21 to 26 percentage. If the amount of ascorbate was increased, cleavage was further enhanced. For example, 56% of 5,000 equivalent of ascorbate. But at the same time, unwanted off-target damage also increased. In a similar way, we observed rather enhanced cleavage if the target duplex was incubated with more than 5 equivalents of T4. Although the risk of non-specific cleavage was still enhanced to a high concentration of free nuclease TFOs in solution. Cleavage selectivity towards double-strand DNA containing the target sequence. To test the selectivity of our molecular scissors towards the cleavage of a selected DNA duplex containing the TF4 target sequences, we designed an experiment with an equimolar mixture of the target duplex D and an off-target duplex of which does not contain the TF4 recognition sequence. In both D and OFF, one strand was labeled with fluorescence 6 FAM at the 5' prime position to be able to easily follow the measure of the cleavage by means of the net reigning page. The OFF-target double-strand DNA OFF was 12 nucleosides shorter than that of D, leading to a good separation on gels. Densitometric analysis of paid gels allowed us to calculate the percentage of cleavage, disappearance of folding of the corresponding spot on the paid gels of each D and OFF independently, in comparison to a reference experiment in which neither TFO nor ascorbate were employed. We calculated the selectivity of cleavage as the cleavage percentage of D dividend by the total cleavage, cleavage of D plus cleavage of OFF. Starting from conditions selected during the pilot study, we screened the cleavage of all synthesized TFOs, T1 to T7, towards D, aiming for the highest selectivity, ideally leaving OFF fully uncleaved. The influence of several parameters such as TFO and ascorbate concentrations, incubation temperature and duration were evaluated. All results are shown in table S3 and all paid gels are shown in figure S3 to S13. In general, we observed very low cleavage of both D and OFF. If less than 5 equivalents of TF4 or less than 1000 equivalents of ascorbate were employed. On the contrary, by employing 2000 or 5000 equivalents of ascorbates, this system were too active and a high percentage of off-target cleavage was recorded. We observed very similar situations in the mixture of duplexes was exposed to the TFOs for long periods of time, such as 24 or 48 hours. The best results were obtained if an equivalent molar mixture of D and OFF was incubated for 12 hours at 25 degrees Celsius, with 5 equivalents of TFOs, T1 to T7, and 1000 equivalents of ascorbate. Under these conditions, no detectable cleavage of the off-target duplex was observed. 
whereas all GFOs T1 to T7 efficiently cleaved the target duplex D. The shorter 24-mat T1 was the least selective, probably due to the lower stability of the formed duplex. We did not find a significant difference between the cleaving ability and selectivity of TFOs, T2 to T5. All of them were able to considerably cleave D to an extent of 25 to 30% with respect to the reference control. TFOT6 was only slightly less effective and gave 21% cleavage whereas surprisingly 3' modified T7 was less efficient and gave only 16% cleavage. Raising the temperature to 37 degrees Celsius only slightly influenced the results. Short T1 and octadineal linked T6 increased their cleaving abilities to 20 and 35% respectively, although at the expense of selectivity with some of target damage occurring. All other TFOs left off almost uncleaved. Reducing the incubation time to 3 hours unfortunately did not influence the selectivity and as expected lower selectivity was observed if we incubated annealed triplexes for longer times, such as 24 hours. In control experiments cleavage of the target sequence was performed in the presence of an excess of the off-target sequence. The selectivity slightly decreased but still the preference for cleavage of the target duplex was maintained. Control experiments To prove that the presence of the nuclease is essential for double-strand DNA cleavage, we treated alkenyl-modified TFOs with copper chloride and employed them in cleaving assays under conditions in which T1 to T7 gave high cleavage. No cleavage was detected, neither at D or at OFF, and the mixture of triplexes was treated with five equivalents of A1 to A7 and subsequently incubated with 1000 equivalents of ascorbate at 37 degrees for 24 hours. In a similar way, we have shown that CLIP-FEN modified TFOs, C1 to C7, are unable to cleave double-strand DNA in the absence of copper. After annealing the ligand-modified TFOs with the duplex and further treatment with ascorbate, we incubated the mixture at 37 degrees Celsius for 24 hours, without observing any cleavage. This proves that copper is essential for nuclease activity. With these control experiments, we proved that all reagents, that is, the clipfen modified TFO complex, to copper and ascorbate were crucial for achieving double-strand DNA cleavage. Finally, the equimolar mixture of D and OFF was treated with different amounts of free copper complex of N3CP in the presence of sodium and ascorbate at 37 degrees for 12 hours. An identical extent of oxidative cleavage occurred at both D and OFF in all cases which proved that the selectivity observed in previous experiments was induced by triplex formation. Footprinting and cleavage products To footprint the positions of double-strand DNA cleavage, we needed to visualize all potential DNA fragments on page. To achieve this, we made radioactively labeled 98-base pair double-strand DNA containing the tier 4 target sequence by means of PCR. 
employing 1% radioelabeled alpha-32-phosphate DATP. The polymerase incorporates radioactive alpha-32-phosphate DA, statistically at every position against thymine, bases, and therefore all cleavage products are detectable in the net rating page gel. A radioactively labeled DNA ladder was also produced through PCR by using the same template but with primers designed to obtain products of 90, 85, 80, 75 and 70 base pair in length. TFOT2, which has the nuclease attached at the 5' prime position, was found to cleave the target duplex 2 to 5 base pair from the TFO recognition sequence to give a clearly visible cleavage product of approximately 76 to 79 base pair. Full-length DNA band proteining under cleavage conditions is improbably due to oxidative single-strand DNA damage and alkali label sites, as induced by exposure to the AMN. The first control consisted of the target duplex in reaction buffer, control 1 on gel. The second consisted of the target duplex treated with ascorbate and chloride. Control 2, whereas the third control, Control 3, contained target duplex treated with T2 in the absence of sodium and ascorbate. All controls together proved that the shorter 76 to 79 base pair product was generated through cleavage by T2 in the presence of ascorbate. All clinic partners are necessary for the formation of this product. In the tested experimental setup, as well as in those employed previously to analyze cleavage of fem-level duplexes, it was not possible to establish whether double-strand cleavage or single-strand nicking had occurred. If we labeled each of the strands with different fluorophores, we observed only the disappearance of both spots, but no fragments. Nevertheless, in analogy to previous reports in the literature, we assume that the nature of the copper fan AMN employed suggests the formation of both single-stranded and double-stranded DNA bracts formed through two successive single-strand DNA bracts. This should be the major cleavage pathway. The best results were obtained if only one equivalent of T2 was annealed to the target duplex and the system was treated with 1000 equivalents of ascorbate. If cleavage was pushed to a higher extent, either increasing the equivalence of TFO or with high amounts of ascorbate, only indiscriminate cleavage was observed and we were not able to detect any distinct fragments. Experiments with T4 and T7 carrying the nuclease at an internal position or at the 3' prime position respectively did not provide instant cleavage products. Discussion Influence of the TF4 structure on selectivity An investigation of the influence of the length of the TF4 sequence revealed that triplex stability was of crucial importance for the specificity of cleavage. TFOs T1 and T2 differ only by their length, and in all trials, the shorter 24-mer TF4 T1 always cuts the DNA target with lower selectivity. In the reaction buffer, the triplex obtained by annealing D1 and T1 denaturated at 35.2 degrees Celsius 
which suggested that only slightly more than 50% of the duplex was annealed to the tier 4 at 37 degrees Celsius. Accordingly, cleavage experiments performed at 25 degrees Celsius with T1 showed higher selectivity, although still inferior to that with other tier 4s. Interestingly, not much difference in cleavage efficiency and selectivity was observed upon comparing TFOs containing 5' terminal or internal modifications. Indeed, 5' modified TFOs T2 and T3 were found to be only slightly more efficient than that of base modification T4 to T6, and this is probably due to the higher degree of freedom of the nuclease, such that it can more easily reach the sugar backbone. The 3 prime modified tier 4 T7 displayed poor cleavage ability and low selectivity relative to that of the other tier 4s. However, in this case the linker is different, so a direct comparison is impossible. Influence of the nature of the linker on cleavage selectivity the nature of the linker could lead to a modulation of cleavage selectivity by affecting triplex stability or providing an optimal length and or flexibility, such that suitable positioning of the cleave fan nuclease is obtained. Internal modifications gave higher triplex melting temperatures and, among them, octadinyl-linked T6 provided the highest stability. However, the lower flexibility of the shorter linker relative to the longer and fully saturated polyethylene glycol PEG and under cyanyl theters of T4 and T5 resulted in lower selectivity of T6. In most cases TFOs T2 and T4 with the AMN attached through a more polar PEG linker were the most active and selective although the differences were small influence of the reaction parameters and cleavage activity. The amount of ascorbate employed in the cleavage reactions played a crucial role in the activity of our DNA targeting nucleases, and its fine tuning was a key step in this study. If triplexes were incubated with low concentrations of ascorbate, almost no cleavage was detected because copper 1 would quickly reoxidize to copper 2 under aerobic conditions. In contrast, if higher concentrations of ascorbate were used, a significant level of off-target oxidative damage was observed due to the higher concentration of diffusible free radicals generated. Similarly, substoichiometric or equimolar AMNTF4 with respect to the duplex led to very little oxidative cleavage, which increased proportionally with the amount of AMN tier 4 employed. In all cases, the best compromise between activity and selectivity was found if five equivalents of AMN tier 4 were used. Reaction temperature and time were also important parameters. Preliminary experiments showed that very low cleavage occurred at 10 degrees Celsius. However, there was not much difference in terms of activity and selectivity between experiments conducted at 25 or 37 degrees Celsius. Optimized incubation times were also crucial because a significant drop in selectivity was also observed if triplexes were incubated with ascorbate for more than 12 hours. Food printing experiments were performed under mild conditions. 
for example, one equivalent of tier 4 and thousand equivalents of ascorbates. And clearly show that local site selective cleavage was achieved only at the very beginning of the reaction, although the flexibility of the PEG linker prevented specificity at the single nucleotide level. We believe a similar situation occurs if an equivalent molar mixture of target and off-target duplexes is subjected to the action of nuclease-modified T4s. Cleavage initially occurs only at the target duplex. However, after a certain extent of cleavage is achieved, discrimination between target and off-target duplex drops quickly most probably due to the combination of a higher concentration of free AMN TF4 in solution and increased relative concentration of OFF with respect to D. Conclusion We have synthesized a range of diverse copaculated clip-fan-linked AMN TF4 hybrids and systematically studied their hybridization with target double-strand DNA and the efficiency and selectivity of cleavage of target versus off target DNA. Under optimized conditions, the AMN linked through a flexible linker to the 5' end or to an internal timing base shows significant cleavage of the target duplex, up to 34%, and no off target cleavage. Higher cleavage was also possible by optimizing the reactions. However, off-target DNA cleavage was also enhanced. In most cases, we have not observed clear footprint cleavage bands, showing that the flexible link apparently allows cleavage at several adjacent positions. Hence, this type of AMN TF4 hybrid can be used for the selective degradation of a complementary target double-strand DNA sequence. However, Cleavage does not proceed with single nucleotide precision due to the diffusible free radical generation by copper. This work nonetheless shows how optimal placement of a chemical nuclease under the guidance of a GF4 can induce targeted damage. Indeed, this type of targeted approach has been identified by Glazer and Knauer who studied a photoactivated cross-linking agent psoralin coupled to a TF4 site specifically, which induced mutagenesis in plasmid targets in vitro and in mammalian cell culture lines. At this stage, the AMN TF4 nucleases presented here nine do not have the specificity of enzymatic methods, such as CRISPR-Cas, which could be needed for the use in the gene editing. On the other hand, for damage of genomic DNA at specific loci, such that cannot be repaired, the nature of the damage caused by copper-1 and the extent of damage could make this nuclear superior to the CRISPR-Cas method, which is relatively easy to repair. Further optimization of structures of AMNTF4 hybrids and investigation of other metals is needed to further improve the specificity and efficiency of this approach. Thank you for listening. If you have any suggestion, review or article you would like to listen to, follow me on Twitter, pubreading, or send me an email, info.pub.reading at gmail.com. Let's connect.